welcome to the Connect to Marriage podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Everyone has different love languages that affect how we receive affirmation. How can we show our spouses mutual respect in a way that makes sense to them? Hello and welcome to the Connect to Marriage podcast. I'm Jo and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Connect to podcast, we'll be tackling questions that couples ask about marriage. That includes communication, conflict, maybe money management, and much, much more. So we hope you'll keep tuning in to learn with us as you grow closer, deeper, and stronger in your marriage. Now today we have back with us our two guests from part one of our discussion on emotionally strong marriages and how we want to build respect in our marriage. And that's Jay and Lynn. Welcome back. Uh, they have been married for 15 years. They have two girls, beautiful girls, young women, and they are finance professionals. And they were telling me, maybe you can introduce a little bit uh, the interesting thing about your family. Hi, I'm Lynn. And this is Jay. Hey. And as a family activity, we like to put jigsaw puzzles together. How many pieces, may I ask, you go up to? current one that we're doing is 3,000. Um, but yes. we've done 10, 10, 10, at least 10 in our lifetime. Our kind of puzzle... 10,000? 10, 10, no, 10 puzzles. Oh, 10, 10 puzzles. Okay. And I think our, our storeroom is kind of getting filled quite quickly. We have another 3,000 piece puzzle that's framed up in our dining room. Yeah. What do you do with the puzzles after you Most of them we will take apart nicely and put back into the box. Yeah, so we do puzzles just for puzzling sake. It's not to hang on the wall. It's just once you're done with the puzzle, put it back in the box and we keep it away. That's the problem, right? After that, but you don't want to mess it up too. All your hard work, like now, broken up into pieces. <laughs> well, um, we'll find out more about jigsaws. But today, we want to go back and talk about and really unpack this whole thing about mutual respect between husband and wife. I think it's one of the most important determining factors of marital health. And as well, we talked about it the last episode, um, really to have an emotionally healthy marriage, you know, to be emotionally resilient, even as individuals. And of course, when we have children, we want our kids to be equally resilient. Um, it starts first with really building our home, uh, starting with our marriage on respect. And today we're going to really dive deep to talk about how do we actually live this out? Uh, we talked about the concept of respect the last time and how maybe husbands and wives kind of perceive it a little bit differently or feel it, think it a bit differently. But today, how do you guys like practically on an everyday basis know that there's respect in your relationship or deliver the respect to each other? Early in our marriage, uh, it was quite straightforward to show respect by not being disrespectful to each other in front of our friends and family. That's uh, a good one. Show respect by not being disrespectful. <laughs> because it's quite easy, right? <laughs> to sometimes belittle your spouse or take it as a joke. But mm. I think as time went on, we realised that beyond this, we have to go further to something that, you know, uh, such as respect is something that we've internalised. Mm. Because I think you could also show respect on the surface, but inside you could be feeling resentful or losing respect for your spouse because of certain issues. Mm. And this uh, inadvertently bubbles up to the surface right. in your actions. Right. So it sounds like the heart attitude almost needs to be addressed. 
even though outwardly so. behavior wise because there's certain things we need to do right like watch what we say um, and don't I guess over tease uh, our partner or put our partner down um, yeah. I know my husband's big on that particularly in front of other people yeah I think as she said it's very easy to kind of put a facade but this facade mm. of respect will crumble if you do not address the issue of the heart and sometimes you can easily pick that up when you, you're thinking of certain things but actually you want to say something else so I think it's about being quite conscious that a respect what, what do you do when that happens because I think in the previous yeah. episode you talked about how now that you're married for 15 years you can kind of read each other yeah so of... you can read body languages right? right to know that she's going to explode soon Ooh. or yep. if I don't okay. do this uh, there will be a consequence so <laughs> The question okay. then becomes, okay, let's de-escalate the situation okay. and then maybe take one step back and say, okay, how do I address the issue mm. and how can I continue to show respect in whatever difficult situation there is? I think in uh, preparing for this podcast, we also realised that uh, we are still very much a work in progress, especially in this area of respect. Mm. It means easy to know all these things, but right. uh, like you say, have we... Uh, gotten it all down not really so mm. uh, we, when you feel like you've thought of something and then what you do is uh, bite your tongue and not say it <laughs> and um, be more conscious and be more deliberate uh, in thinking before speaking and it also goes back to the previous episode what we talked about in terms of uh, valuing each other kind of respecting what the other person's feelings mm. is and if you kind of um, let that spiral out of control, then really it's, it's very hard to earn back that respect. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that means that you need to grit your teeth to do the right action. But as she said, uh, easier said than done. But we also, I, I suppose, don't want to filter so much that we're supposed to be, yeah. to feel like the most open, vulnerable, safest, that we can say almost anything to our spouse. But I guess that it needs to be tempered with respect, yes. right? Because you can't just really say anything. <laughs> yeah, and I think it is the people we are closest to and uh, we love most that we hurt the most because mm, uh, we true. are not as careful of what we say because we think they can take it. Mm -hmm, but sometimes mm -hmm. it is the closest relationships that you should guard the closest and be the most careful of what you say. Mm. Yeah. And I think the tongue is very little in, in what damage it can do. So I think right. we just need to be very mindful of that. And not only the tongue, but also your body language. You may say, I love you, but you know, if you kind of don't show that in your body language, then right. you may not be showing respect to your spouse when you say that. Okay, maybe some tips for our listeners. You're talking about both verbal as well as non-verbal communication, but what would be some like do's and don'ts in those areas? So I think uh, some common communication pitfalls include having uh, cold war or silent treatment. Mm. Uh, for instance, uh, these days we're always looking at our phones, our digital devices. So maybe my spouse could be talking to me and then I just look at my phone and make some non-communal noises. Good, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, you know, which then sound like you're disinterested, you're half-hearted in responding. So I think these are really something to be aware of and avoid. Yeah, that can be really annoying. <laughs> annoying is one thing also showing disrespect. It's yeah. not very respectful. But for example, when we go out on, let's say, couple lunches or dinners, mm. maybe one good action is just to put a phone away. It, I mean, if it's two hours is too much, at least pull away for 15 minutes. <laughs> just to look at one another. And, you know, just talk through the issues, right? You need to and enjoy each other's company. Um, I mean, it's very difficult to get the phone away in some circumstances, but maybe that's a challenge that each of us can try to take and hopefully get something out of it. 
Yeah, I laugh because I think I've been told off by my husband before. <laughs> You're not the only one. I think all of us are... In this day and um, age, right? That's the, the trouble with this whole digitalized world. Yeah, but it also shows the absurdity of the situation where you see five people on the table and everybody's looking at the phone. And if you see yeah, that for five minutes, fine. But mm-hmm. if you see it for two hours, then something is wrong. Yeah, I know, I know there was once my husband actually said, you know, the most important people are here with you. So if you are afraid that you need to pick up a call because it's about emergency of you know something happening to the ones closest to you, but they are here, right here. <laughs> <laughs> it comes back to her point that she made, right? We're all works in progress. It's true. Uh, it's, it's difficult. We do need the constant reminders sometimes. Yes, it could be your husband saying, or it could be your wife saying. It just, I mean, just a friendly reminder, right? Mm, Obviously, mm. the person who is doing the task would like to be gently told that maybe you would like to put your phone away rather than being screamed and say, okay, please put your phone away. <laughs> you know, so kind of, you know, just to do it uh, in a respectful manner still. Maybe this is the biggie, right? If we are having a conflict, how do we be respectful? <laughs> Marriage is one of the most rewarding things in life. Yet, navigating marriage as newlyweds or an engaged couple can sometimes get overwhelming. Whether it's managing expectations of the in-laws, getting a good grasp of your family finances, or establishing good habits of communication and healthy conflict. Focus on the Family Singapore's Marriage Preparation Program aims to help you build a solid foundation in the early years and prepare you for the adventure of your life. Visit family.org.sg slash C2 Marriage Prep for more information today. I guess it's about calming down. I think that's the most difficult part when you're having a conflict. Uh, when we are having a conflict, your human nature expects you to fight and to fight to win. And sometimes you fight because the other person is fighting with you. And after that, we don't know what we're fighting about. <laughs> yes. yes. That's the funny thing, isn't it? And then you realize both sides are bruised and you realize what's the thing for. So it's about calming down. And I think breathing in, uh, walking away. We said that in the previous episode. Yeah. Yeah, I need to practice this. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes walking away, not to say that you're disengaging, but walking away just to... De-escalate, right? You know? De-escalate yeah. and to calm, calm mm. the situation. Mm. Maybe the problem is you, that, you know, really you are at fault, but sometimes you really think that you should fight to win. So maybe it's just to calm down. And as I said in the previous episode, remember that you are all pulling in one direction and one marriage. Your mm. marriage is mm. in one direction together. Mm. If the marriage is uh, being put apart, I think that's nobody wins and that's the sad fact. Lin, what has been like the most disrespectful thing that your husband has done to you? <laughs> yeah, so we were thinking about this question, but we don't really have much to share on that. Uh, I think over the years, we have come to the point where we know that we don't do disrespectful things uh, Mm. to each other Mm. uh, just because it's such a red flag. I think one of the things that works for us is to just constantly remind ourselves that this marriage is something that we value and we value each other as persons and then we have to be very conscious in adjusting our actions to reflect those beliefs. It almost sounds like uh, both of you have kind of fostered certain or cultivated certain habits 
even from the start of, I don't know, maybe the start of your dating relationship even, but definitely from the start of your marriage because as you share, I can sense like there's this constant reviewing, evaluating, like, you know, we could do this better. We could uh, relate to one another better. Uh, you know, we talked about biting our tongue. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like it's a very deliberate, ongoing effort that almost becomes like a I think a, a we have lifestyle. learned from previous experiences. Mm. I would say that things uh, were, I guess a little bit more rocky when you first started off because mm. you know you're two individuals with two different family backgrounds with two different academic backgrounds coming together mm. living together for 24 hours a day there's bound to be issues yep, yep. but after a while you realize hey, it's marriage it's tough work mm. you need to make it work you need mm. to compromise you need to value the other person and hence we kind of fostered a habit of thinking ahead making sure that your views are well thought through before they come out from your mouth and then making sure that actually or your spouse is worth the sacrifice definitely yeah. and i think this is really helpful uh, particularly maybe for for uh, couples these days because i uh, we did mention how like you know our parents in our parents' time and era, maybe women or the wives are not like working, they could be more stay home. And so the patriarchal or a more hierarchical relationship in the marriage may have worked then, but these days, like all these young women are <laughs> very independent and sometimes higher flyers than mm -hmm. husbands. And, and I do think that, you know, as you guys shared, these uh, practical tips as well as principles. And I, I think what I really pick up the most is the heart attitude. You know, that if we, we start out right, we cultivate these uh, habits with the hard attitude of wanting to, as you have repeated, right, to mm. see that the marriage is something that we both agree on, want to hit on the same direction. We are working at it together. Yeah. 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 In fact, I think these days you may have veered too much in the opposite direction with all this girl power. and <laughs> So I think fundamentally, it is still very important to respect your husband, respect mm. your spouse, and therefore we have to correct it uh, slightly, you know, because if we've gone too much in the extreme. I mean, of course, women are equals and we yep. have equal opportunities yep. in school, at work. But when it comes to a relationship, this mutual respect is something that we should then draw ourselves back to and be very conscious that this is something that we still should give to the other person. All right, in each podcast, we do address a frequently asked question that couples have about marriage. And today's question is this. Both my spouse and I are highly driven individuals. We just talked about that. <laughs> yeah. We also both have successful careers where we are used to leading teams in fast-paced environments. At home with child rearing, I find it really hard not to take the lead. My wife and I butt heads on parenting decisions and I find it difficult to keep the atmosphere respectful in this area. What would you suggest? So I think it is true that we can very easily carry forward our working styles into our homes, especially since we spend so much time and energy at the workplace. What we could do is to take a step back and, uh, as Jay has said, see ourselves as being on the same team. And unlike a working relationship, you don't have to always be the team lead. Mm. Marriage is really a partnership, right? Mm. Where different times, one partner could be stronger or better at a certain task. And I think it's difficult, but we always have to uh, humble ourselves to see that. And uh, the other thing is uh, also maybe not to take disagreements so personally. Mm. This is a family, there's no KPI to meet, there's no promotion to get <laughs> as a husband or a wife. And I think what's uh, also very important to remember is that your children are watching all the time and they will mm. also feel the stress, you know, if there's prolonged tension in a family. Just to add on, I think when, for example, in our marriage, we have different views 
for example, whether how hard should we push our kids or how relaxed we should be. And in the situation of our marriage, I tend to be a bit harder as compared to her being a little bit more relaxed. But I also kind of appreciate that actually she has a point of view to say, let the kid have some space rather than just being uh, too hard on them for some certain academic issues. So it's about getting that balance right. She respects me because she sees the value of me pushing the kid. But I also respect her to say, actually the kid needs space. And ultimately, then you hope through your actions that your kid eventually becomes a more well-rounded and well-balanced So it comes back to the earlier point that we talked about. We hear each other's views, Mm -hmm. we compromise, Mm -hmm. we we listen, and eventually there needs to be a steady equilibrium Mm -hmm. that we then eventually pass it down to our kids. I hope that helped our listener. I mean, that's really what it sounds like, uh, what an equal partnership would look like in marriage between husband and wife. Um, with each episode, we usually deliver a couple challenge. And so if you're listening to this with your spouse, uh, take an extra five minutes at the end of the episode to share with each other. How can you include respect in your verbal and non-verbal communication? Uh, perhaps there was a tip you know, that you can adopt, which uh, either Jay or Lynn has shared today. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you have time for more, do look through our other episodes for topics ranging from sex to communication, all designed to help you build your marriage. And if you do know of a friend or couple uh, who's getting married or newly married, do invite them to check out our two upcoming workshops in March and May. Visit family.org.sg slash c2marriageprep. And for more marriage content, do visit our website, family.org.sg slash connect2. We hope you follow and subscribe to the Connect2 podcast and do share it with a friend who can also benefit from it. Thanks, Jay and Lynn, and thank all of you for tuning in. And until next time, do take care of yourself and your spouse.